The following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this special interview episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. Today on the line, we have Farouk Tahid. Uh, you may know him from uh, Battle Box, which was, is always and forever will be one of the best game shows of all time. And in the forthcoming uh, Roots Less Traveled. And I, I have to bring this up because I am a super dork about this show. Uh, but Farouk was also in the first season of MasterChef. Uh, which is awesome to me. So, Farouk, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing very well, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Everything that you said is accurate. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that my research research department of me figured it out. And uh, <laughs> so, I have to ask a question. I'm going to get it out of the way right away about MasterChef. Uh, I have been a Gordon Ramsay fan basically since I saw him on uh, a cook's tour with Anthony Bourdain, like, you know, reading about him in like magazines and books and stuff when he was like basically like in his 30s and I was in like my 20s and that sort of thing. What was that experience like working with, you know, a guy that's just I mean, all the guys that are on the show, but like him specifically being such an accomplished chef? Yeah, you know, I mean, like you, you know, I was, you know, kind of starstruck and mine was blown when I found out he was going to be on the show. He was one of the judges. And, uh, you know, it was it was an amazing experience. I mean, talking to him on a camera and off camera, you know, it was, it was very, very cool. He was always, you know, on camera, you know, he had his Gordon Ramsay persona, of course, but off camera, you know, he was very um, down to earth, dude, all about family, very busy. He was always on the go. But um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun working on that show, man. It was it was fun, fun time. That was cool. When I saw that in your credits, I was like, oh man, that's awesome! <laughs> like I was, a, <laughs> I I was a professional chef for for like sixteen years of my life. So every once oh, wow, in a while, awesome. like every once in a while, I watched that show. And I was like, oh man, I can't believe that somebody that's just a home chef knows how to do that. Or I think to myself, what in the absolute hell are you thinking? <laughs> so like, it's, right, exactly. It's, it's an amazing show to watch. So the next thing I have to get into. So BattleBots also been one of my absolute favorite TV shows, even back in the day, you know, back when uh, it was on like G4 and stuff like that. And, right. <laughs> and Comedy G4, Central. Comedy yeah. Central. Yeah. So tell me, how did you get involved with the, 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 the relaunch of BattleBots and, and just how did that experience go? Uh, it was one of those things where it was like work, you know, rewarded me for more work because I, um, you know, a lot of my early announcing and early hosting and stuff was in esports and video games, and I uh, was I was a part of a video game show on Directv called the Championship Gaming Series, and I worked on a I worked with a producer on that who was working on BattleBots, the relaunch of it, threw my name in the hat. I went and met with them, had about I don't know half an hour, forty five minute meeting. The rest was history. When when you're announcing like robots, you know you, you're the big guy, you're the bombastic voice, you know you're the one with the catchy lines. Uh, you know, there's there's like supercuts out there on YouTube of just like you going through announcing robots, 
it, it how do you like kind of get yourself going for that like how do you get that like announcer persona going for me man i got i got to i got to give it up for the fans because the fans they give so much energy um when we're when we're out there we're getting ready to put the show on so being able to have the fans in the crowd and have the fans in the audience really just pumps me up big time. Like I have, I have no, no problems being able to pull some energy because they give me so much, but I just go out there man, and just have a good time, let loose and be as crazy as I want to be. So it's, it's a fun gig for me. That's cool. Like I, like I said, I've been a massive fan. Like I, I love just watching the robots destroy each other and that kind of, that energy that you bring to it is always really, really engaging. Like you're waiting for what you're going to say. What's the cool quip when it comes to this like ridiculous <laughs> robot, you know, I, right. I, I love, I love that, you know, so you've done a lot of announcing and you've also done like a lot of uh, video game voicing and, uh, you know, obviously other acting bits here and there, but like, how do you, how do you approach like, kind of being a TV host and an announcer versus approaching like a video game or like television acting role. Yeah, man, they, they all, they all definitely are different, different disciplines. Um, you know, when I, when I got to go do hosting stuff, it's really just, you know, knowing what I'm talking about, knowing my preparation is more of a research, research type of job. And that, and that way, just so I know what I'm dealing with when I get up, but you know, it's on myself to just be me. So that's, that's kind of an easy part. When I got to go do voiceovers and do characters and things like that, that that's a lot of fun because I get to just create and just uh, kind of still be myself too. But then I don't got to worry about what I'm wearing or how I look. So I, you know, I'm off camera, so it's just my voice. So that's always cool. And then the TV stuff, that's that's a different animal because a lot more preparation, both in the physical and in the mental. So I mean, I dig them all. Um, and and I just I just as long as I get to do any one of them, any of the combination of the three, I'm cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you're from Philadelphia, and like a lot of you know, a lot of people give respect to Los Angeles or New York, and sometimes like Philadelphia is like a major like hub for creativity and the arts it is kind of overlooked, but a lot of really great things come out of there. What what are some of the ways that you think being like kind of a, a native of Philadelphia has has molded and shaped, you know, your career and who you are as an actor? Uh, you know, for me, I, that's one of the things I tell people. If it's one of the things that you should know about me, just know that I'm from Philadelphia, because I think that, you know, Philadelphia, just the city itself has its own character and as many different characters because of different parts of Philadelphia. But for me, like it just it just gave me the work ethic to always grind, to keep moving forward, and to you know to to, to acknowledge where you came from, because um, you got to know where you came from in order to know where you're going. So when you just forget about where you come from, forget about those people. Like I'm still friends with people that I grew up with on on the block in Philadelphia. Like we just I was just on a Zoom, you know, during this COVID nineteen, we doing a Zoom meeting. So I'm, I had a Zoom meeting with like, you know, a dozen people that I grew up with from over 30 years ago because it's just, you know, just Philly is still in my blood. All my family's back there and everything. So uh, being from Philly, man, it, it means a lot to me because like I said, the, the personality of the city is all throughout me. I know uh, you had the opportunity to shame New England on BattleBots when uh, the Eagles 
were in the Super Bowl. I loved <laughs> I loved that you had that opportunity to make fun of Tom Brady for like that half second. Like that really cracks me up. So <laughs> at the at the Listen. time I was a pretty big football fan and all I wanted was uh-huh. for them to lose so <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Listen. That was that will that will go down as one of my all time favorite battle bot moments <laughs> is when I got to do that. And they and no and you know, nobody knew what I was gonna do. I just was gonna say it. But when I did the Eagles wave, that's when I did my own thing on, and that's what I love. <laughs> that's awesome. So tell me about your new show, uh, Roots Less Traveled. Yeah, Roots Less Traveled is a, it's a, it's a great show, man. A family show. It's one of those shows that's in like the educational informational space on NBC. The more you know, block. You know, we kind of grew up with it. They're celebrating the 30th anniversary this year. But yeah, so it, it's a show. We take two family members that are distant for one reason or another. And I like to say distant in the fact that maybe it's just distant in space. Like somebody who lives on the West coast, somebody lives on the East coast. They don't get to see each other often, or maybe in a distance in time, like generationally, like we have an aunt and a nephew that's together or, or a father and a daughter, you know, generation gaps there. And, uh, I am the host. Uh, I like to say the guide really, cause I take them on a, what I like to call a genealogical treasure hunt. Um, to d- discover all different valuable information for their family history. That's really interesting. So just just this last year, I actually met my birth mother for the first time through like a 23 wow. test uh, that my like one of my daughters really wanted to do just because she wanted to know more about it. So that that's been incredible. And it was I mean, it was a life changing experience. I I wonder you know, as you're doing the show, have you had some pretty impactful moments like working on it? Absolutely. Um, I've had, you know, it's been impactful to see the relationships and the, and the things um, developed for our, our heroes, our cast members. Um, and also I've had my own personal, something in my own family history was discovered as well as, you know, just having just personal experience with the, with the, with the, treasure hunt or the journey that we take these cast members on. So I've had it all. What, what is one of the, like, what is one of like the moments that you, that you really just, you know, latched onto and were so like that you were like moved by, like in the show. Uh, for me, for me, I would say it was, um, it was definitely, uh, Sheree and Devon's episode. Uh, we took them to Nashville um, and they discovered that their ancestors who were enslaved were freed by a gentleman and then given 111 acres of his 112 acres of land in the South before the, before the Civil War, before Emancipation Proclamation. And so learning that was, was, was crazy. Not, not only that, but they had land of value. And then to learn that their the land that they were given was was that they were being sued for it because it was wasn't in their technically in their family. It was given to them, so the family came back and sued them. But they won nine, like like five to seven times in different court levels, and they won the land every single time. So for white men to award, Af- you know, enslaved African Americans at that time the win and to give them the land in the South before the Civil War was crazy to me. Yeah, mind blowing. That is impressive. Like, you know, it it seems like this show could be really powerful, especially kind of in the moment that that our country finds itself in, where we realize that 
you know, maybe some of those like ideas and thoughts that people are latching onto that they think are from the past. Not everybody was that way. You know, there were people that had kind hearts back then too. And it's why hold on to like all the hateful, like, you know, small minded ideas when even people in the 1800s got that, that was bullshit, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's, like I said, it's one of those things like, you know, we, we weren't, it definitely does reshape the history in my mind because it doesn't let me, it does, it does, it's not what we were taught in the history books. Um, and so being able to go, like I said, go on these journeys with these people and, and learn these stories and hear this information, man, it, that's why, it's, that's why it's such a great show. Cause you got the personal story, you got the personal aspect, but you also going to get some historical information as well. That's really interesting. And you said it's part of a new kind of revamped, the more, you know, block that's coming out. Well, no, it's, 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 the more you know is like, you know, the more you know has always been like NBC's, like, you know, I guess the area where you, the educational, they have an educational informational, it's called EI, mm-hmm. and that's like a, a block of time where all major networks have to dedicate towards, you know, educational, informational type content versus like just throwing up cartoons or, you know, saying for the kids. So, so it's, it's something that's been going on for 30 years. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, NBC, NBC is celebrating 30 years of more, you know, so. That's awesome. So when, when you're working on like, you know, a big show like this, you know, you, you have all these moving parts, I assume, you know, were you guys able to get finished before like any of the pandemic shutdowns happened or is there still work to be done? Like, how has that been, you know, going for you over the last few months? Yeah, for me, uh, the last few months, the show, we were we were done filming the show with all our heroes and stuff and traveling. We were done filming that. I want to say just just before Christmas. Yeah, I think before Christmas we finished. And then uh, just the only thing that I had to run up against for running into the stay-at-home orders is a lot of the voiceovers and the ADR stuff um, that I've been having to do, I've been doing from home, and then they've been plugging in, so... Uh, yeah, that's the only part. Just a lot of the post, post, the post stuff, post editing, and things that go to TV show and post is what what I've had to do with. So, because everybody's been kind of going through the stay at home and you know quarantine at various levels, depending on where you live. Over the last few interviews, I've kind of just been asking what what's been your you know binge worthy or your book or what's kind of been keeping you sane as far as like pop culture goes throughout this whole thing? Um, for me, it's, you know, I've been doing a, a good mix of definitely streaming and watching TV and trying to stay up on the latest shows. You know, everybody was enraged with, you know, and giving a lot of props and stuff to shows like Tiger King and things like that. And I definitely was watching all that. It was a lot of fun. And then, you know, just, I've been doing like little workout challenges. I started out doing working out challenges with my son. Cause my son lives in Maui, so it's kind of way that we kind of stay connected every day. And then just trying to, um, you know, not stay up on social media. I don't really watch too much of the news. Try not to watch the news. I'll try to, you know, be as upbeat as possible. That's why I've learned about the snooze and unfollow button on social media, where you can snooze people for 30 days and unfollow them for 30 days. I learned about that 
during this quarantine. So thank you, quarantine. Because some people you don't need to hear from all the time. And that's one of the things I learned on this quarantine. Yeah, I definitely have a, a, a few relatives that I won't be hearing from for another like 15 to 20 days or so. There you go. I still love them. I just don't want to read about that anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. I still love you. I didn't block you now. Just, you know. So when you're when you're doing, you know, when you're in the the heat of the moment, you're going through your work. How do you kind of structure your work around your your personal life? You know, I know that you're a guy that likes to stay fit. Like, how do you, you know, work out? You know, make a workout routine work in like your normal course of, you know, the day and that sort of thing. Because I know you got to be a pretty busy guy if you're working working on a series. Yeah, it's um, yeah, that's one of the things too. You know, I was looking looking forward to this, you know, stay at home stuff. I thought it was gonna be like a little extended vacation, but yeah, no, I've been I've been pretty busy. Been doing busy doing interviews, talking to great people like you, and you know, having you know amazing podcasts and TV shows and stuff like yours having me on. So I've been doing a lot of interviews. Uh, definitely, like I said, I've been still doing a lot of the voiceover stuff. So I just try to I just try to balance it and make sure I still got a little bit of room to do this and do that. Still, you know give them enough room to give enough room to my wife and also make sure I'm around her enough too. So, you know what I mean? We don't get too crazy here, but, uh, yeah, just, just, just trying to maintain and keeping it all regulated, try to, you know, keep some order so that things don't just go off whack. Cause I will sit on the couch for six hours and just watch TV too. So don't get me <laughs> twisted. Yeah, I, I, I definitely will play Dragon Warrior Nine for like ten hours if left to my own devices. So exactly, exactly. So with you know everything that's going on, I know a lot of people don't have you know projects lined up right now or haven't heard or everything's on hold. Uh, but is there anything that we can uh, look forward to you being in? Yeah, man. I just say, I say look forward to you know keep watching. We got two more episodes of. Uh, Roots Less Travel, uh, that's going to be airing on the weekends on NBC. Check your local listings for times because it switches up all across the country. Uh, watch those last two episodes and hopefully that'll propel us to get a, you know, second season of that show. Um, but right now we are on hold. I was, we were supposed to shoot the fifth season of BattleBot, uh, on, for Discovery and we are on hold for that. So hopefully when this is all said and done, we'll be able to hop right into that and bring you guys some more. It's robot fighting time. <laughs> oh man, I hope I I hope to God that happens because I do love me some robots smashing each other apart. So, <laughs> so Farouk, how can our uh, followers find you on social media? Keep abreast of what you're doing, and just you know make sure that we don't lose track while we're all sitting at home. Absolutely, you can check me out uh, at Farouk Adelphia, F A R U Q. A B L P H I A, like a Philadelphia, Philadelphia fruit. Got it. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm on all social media platforms: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, mainly IG. So if you want to follow me, that'd be what's up. That's awesome. Well, Farouk, thank you so much for your time, man. I really look forward to another season of BattleBots and uh, checking out those last two episodes of Roots Less Traveled, man. Thank you for being a positive voice today. Like there's definitely <laughs> there's definitely been some downtimes and these interviews have been a lifesaver for me, I know, and hopefully it brightened your day a little bit too. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I appreciate you. Of course.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Barron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Alby is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production. <laughs>